You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Fernie Mercado. Is it Mercado? Mercado? Yes, it is. You got it. Perfect. Mercado. Mercado. So if you have, if, if you don't know who this is, you are going to know a lot about him in the next 30 minutes. And if you go check out his website of the business that he started, you're going to be fascinated. So that's Charred Urban Woodworks. Now, everybody loves fire food, firefighters. They, they do only good, right? They arrive when you call 911. They help with life-threatening emergencies. They run into burning buildings. They put out fires. They rescue people. So... It seems like a little bit of irony that our next guest on the Brand Builders podcast is a firefighter who actually uses fire in his other line of work to make really, really cool furniture. And if you go on the website, you will see a YouTube video that says, my friends do cool shit. And I don't know what else to say about that, but it's got to be freaking awesome. So Fernie, um, he, he basically spends fire department shifts 24 hours every three days for the most part, responding to emergencies. The other days, he practices an ancient Japanese technique called Shui Sugi Ban. Was that close? <laughs> I tried. You kind of murdered it. I murdered it. He's going to help us out in a minute. Um, but it uses fire to char wood that gives um, his pieces a, a special appeal. You can check out his Instagram. Uh, you'll see what we mean. And we're so excited to learn about this. Like I said, it's amazing stuff. His website is so freaking cool. And I'm so excited to talk to Fernie and learn more about his business on this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Thank, thank you for joining us, Fernie. We we certainly appreciate you investing oh, the time. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. And, uh, I'm ecstatic. I, what, let's start. What what was the word? That, yeah. What, I, I how, had no, what is it, how do you say uh, it? Yeah, yeah. What was that? So it, It's supposed to flow. Shishugi Ban. Oh, oh Shishugi Ban. Shishugi Ban. Shishugi Ban. So, yeah, I totally butchered yeah, it. <laughs> First and foremost, oh, thank you for your service in our community yes. as a as a firefighter. I appreciate that. Uh, we certainly appreciate you and, and what you do to, to make our lives better. Um, Thank you. I appreciate how, that. How long have you been a firefighter? Um, actually, 10 years uh, last month. Uh, so wow. It's, it's been 10 years, seven here in Charlotte. Where? What firehouse are you at or what part of the city? I'm in uh, South Park Station 16, the 1-6. Nice. I actually, what road is that on? It's on Park South. Yeah, so... Uh, this is hilarious. I drive down that every single day to take my kid to daycare and he always yells fire truck open fire truck open. And what he means by that is he wants to know if your garage door is open. And every morning that the garage door is open, my three-year-old loses his mind. So we've bought him so many different fire trucks. And I told him when COVID is over that we'll go, we'll have to come by sometime so he can actually go see the fire trucks. But every, every time we go, like we'll pick him up. He's like fire truck open, daddy fire truck. open. (laughs) And when they're not like, Nope, they're, resting the fire trucks are resting so that's crazy <laughs> i was saying that having no chance that you would be at that exact one and you were uh wow that's funny. all right yeah. back to the beep, podcast beep the horn next time we'll open the door and turn on the lights to the truck oh man you're uh, you're gonna cool. make his life uh that's real cool. you're gonna make his life honestly his little three-year-old life he he loves that so very cool <laughs> thank you so much for for being a firefighter uh when i was a kid actually my neighbor's house burned down to the ground and we had to experience Ooh. that and it was a crazy moment you never realize like in one instance, everything can be gone, but it was amazing to mm-hmm. see the firefighters that literally ran in and saved my neighbor's lives. And that'll never change, change kind of 
you know, I'll, I'll be a different person because of that. Um, and I have just the utmost respect for you all. And it's not just fires. You guys do everything from, you know, car accidents and things that I can't even imagine. So first off, thank you so much for yes, that. Sir. Uh, let's talk about fire Appreciate in the first it. place. What made you want to be a firefighter? Were you always fascinated by fire? And, uh, and tell us that story, how you, how you became a firefighter 10 years ago. So honestly, I was kind of like your son. Um, you know, I would look at fire trucks, you know, pass by and, you know, just kind of look at them and stare at them. And, and, you know, it just, it was always there. And, uh, so, you know, eventually once I became a, a legal adult and, you know, was making my own decisions, I said, you know what, I'm, I'm signing up. So, um, I did that and I was in Orlando, Florida at the time and, um, you know, just really didn't have nothing else going on. And, uh, you know, so I signed up for the Academy, got in, you know, got through it and, you know, it's been, it's been a fun ride since. So, Heck yeah. Did that. So did you start your business during this past 10 years as a firefighter or was this something you were doing prior to, to that? Side no, actually, actually, um, I started about four years ago. Um, and I honestly was just kind of like, you know, I had all this, all the time in the world, you know, the best thing about being a fireman is your, your schedule. You have all this, you know, time off, you know, you work long hours, but you're off long hours also. So I was kind of just, you know, trying to, um, you know, find something to do with my off time, you know, maybe start a little business or whatnot. And I was, I've always been into art. I've always been into creating and, you know, just, I've, I've done drawing, I've done painting, I've, I've done it all every, every medium possible. So, um, I kind of stumbled upon it. Actually, it's funny that, um, kind of like most of our, uh, DIY projects start, you know, uh, my, my girlfriend came up to me, she was like, Hey, you know, um, I found this on Pinterest and I want it for our living room. And I was like, uh, all right, well, you know, I could give it a shot and see what I got. And, uh, so, so I kind of, I bought some, some wood from Lowe's and, and made it happen for her. And from there I was like, you know, I, I think I could do this, you know, full time. And, and simultaneously I found that Shishuki Vine, um, technique and, and I fell in love with it. And I was like, man, I could maybe blend the two, you know, and kind of do some, some modern work. And, you know, that's, that's what I've been doing since, since. Let's um, talk a little bit about that. What, what is that? You mentioned blending. So you're blending mm -hmm. details and, and it's an old practice, but that's, that's about all I have <laughs> as, as, yeah, in so, regard to being familiar with it. <laughs> so, so yeah, so the technique is, is actually used, um, again, it's, it's, it's used a lot in the West coast actually, but, um, you know, it's caught on there, but it's, it, it's like, you, like you said, it's an ancient technique that the Japanese used for, um, you know, really like fencing or any outdoor, um you know wood uses uh you know you could be you know uh, anything from siding um so like i said fencing you know just just whatever the project is and and basically it uh protects it from you know any you know from bugs from rotting from you know a lot of different elements so you know um it's it's said that you're you're you know a, a piece of wood that has been shishugi bond i just made that up <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's said that it could last up to 80 years outside. Um, and, and that's, you know, pretty much, you know, where, where that comes in. So I just kind of took it and I just put a spin to it and I just add little chart details to kind of, you know, um, you know, give it a little bit of life basically. Very cool. So if you go on your Instagram and, um, it's, it's super impressive. It seems like all of these are just pure custom pieces, right. And, and Correct. things that could last forever. Are these pieces that people have, have contacted you directly and said, Hey, I'd like to, 
to have you design this and you kind of go through that entire process or, or some of these just ideas that you've created and then maybe you put them out there for sale. How does kind of your process work from start to finish? Um, yeah, so most of my work is custom, um, you know, just depending on, you know, measurements that the client may need. Uh, most of my work is custom and, you know, in between I try and, you know, fit in a few projects that I could just kind of, you know, lose, lose my mind on and, and just kind of focus on just doing something artistic basically. Um, so, so yeah, so, uh, typically how it works, I either get emailed or, you know, uh, DM'd or, you know, there's a, um, there's a, uh, um, uh, form you could fill out on my website also that you could kind of, you know, just, just send me what you're in need of and, um, you know, what, what kind of style your, your, you know, your home is, is being decorated with and that kind of stuff. And then, you know, I can kind of take it from there. Uh, but yeah, most of my work is custom and, you know, some of it is, you know, where I just kind of, um, stumble upon a cool little piece and, you know, I'll, I'll make some art out of it and, you know, put it on my website. Now, have you always been somebody that has, has, has worked, you know, with wood in the past, uh, or was that table kind of your first go at it? And then you're like, you know what? I'm pretty damn good at this. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty much my first go. I had nice. a, a 20, it was a, a $20 sander and like <laughs> a really cheap black and Decker grill. That, that's all I had to to work with and uh you know even even with that you know i messed it up actually it's funny i still we still have it we weren't gonna do anything with that table even though now i look back at it i'm like man i, I could have done a whole lot better yeah well um, you got to start yeah. somewhere right um that's exactly. so cool that a project that your that your girlfriend brought to the table literally and and then you created that and you're like this is kind of cool like i bet a lot of people would like it and i think you also have um, you're at a unique time from from kind of your space where like you look at furniture in general and maybe you look back and like your grandparents furniture, although it's probably not the same trend that it is, you know, these days that furniture was built to last forever. Right, right. now, no offense, but you look at furniture from Ikea that might make it a, a season, <laughs> you know, before. Yes. And it definitely, if it goes outside, it's done. It's done in yeah. like th three hours. Um, oh, yeah. Do you see a lot of people now kind of being very, not particular with their own style, but trying to invest more in furniture for the long haul and not trying to just go get something that's cheap that can just last for, you know, six months. I do. Um, it, it's a combo I have all the time, almost with, you know, pretty much every client. Um, you know, you spend a few hundred bucks in, in Ikea and like you said, it'll last a season. And if you move from, from one place to another, forget about it. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's not surviving right. the U-Haul truck. Right. Um, but you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's a combo I have a lot. It's, it's, um, it's one that, you know, it's very important because, I mean, if, if you're investing, you know, in an heirloom piece, um, you know, you, you definitely want to um, have something that, you know, it's going to last, it's going to look good, first of all, in your space and, and it's going to last forever, you know, um, you, you'll possibly pass it down to your children, you know, and um, so that's, to me, that's big, you know, it's, it's, something that that you ordered that only you will have you know there's there's not you know hundreds of them it's just one unique piece for your home and um you know you're you're like i said you're gonna own it forever so it's it's uh it's a process a lot of people actually you know like that aspect of it you know alone that you know just the, the time frame that's gonna last looks like you've created a ton of stuff in just a short four years i mean <laughs> you have charcuterie boards tables i mean all kinds of furniture uh, your Instagram is phenomenal, by mm -hmm. the way. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, really, really cool work. I would encourage everyone to check that out. It's uh, 
your handle is what shard.nc or yep. Instagram. Yep. yep. Right. Exactly. So, uh, C H A R D dot NC is really, really cool stuff. Um, from start Thank to finish, like say to you, or say I came to you with, with an idea and we created the concept and, and you were going to make it happen. What, what kind of time frame are we looking at? So typically, uh, you know, because I have that, that full-time, uh, gig. Um, so typically I, I do about, it depends, you know, the time, you know, sometimes I'm busier, uh, than others. So, um, usually I say six to eight weeks, if it's like a bigger project, um, you know, typically that's, that's the time frame we're looking at, give or take, I, you know, I always ask for, you know, some sort of like, um, you know, leeway on that. Cause I may, you know, I may, I they get I'm called a in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that too. But, <laughs> right? but I'm a perfectionist, you know, and, and so a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm doing something and, you know, I'm almost, you know, to the end of it. And I'm like, you know what, I got to change this or, you know, that's, that's the, the, what I like to say, that's the cool thing about my process that I don't just like, I'm not just slinging tables. I'm making, you know, artistic pieces as, you know, as I like to view it. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm making something that until, until I approve it, it's not going out the door. Um, so yeah, I usually say about six to eight weeks is, is, uh, you know, some, a good time. time frame. It's very cool. I mean, curtain rod hangers, uh, <laughs> all kinds of things, man. You're, you're that was just... another Pinterest project. My girlfriend came to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Super talented. Now do all your pieces have the, I'm not even going to try to say the process, the, the blending of, you know, the, the technique, the Japanese technique, do they all include that or, or have you ventured into, um, just wood and stain and, and that kind of process as well? Um, I, I try and incorporate it to every project. Sometimes I can't, um, you know, truth, truthfully, it comes down to what the client wants. Um, you know, they may, they may want, you know, something a little bit more, you know, natural or, or, um, simplistic or, you know, farmhouse, you know, so it really, I let that, that drive, um, you know, what I do with it. Uh, but yeah, some of them, you know, just, they don't have it. Um, I try and, and, you know, put at least, you know, obviously I, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the brander that I use. So, you know, I'll put that mm -hmm. on, on every piece, you know, just to kind of add my signature to it, you know, so they, so you know where it came from. Um, but yeah, not, not all of them have it. How has the, uh, price of lumber affected you in, in this side of your business? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, affected me, uh, with, you know, pricing, obviously, just like it has, you know, everyone, um, you know, the good thing is I, I don't deal with, uh, the big box stores, you know, too much. Um, I actually go to, you know, direct, direct sources, you know, sawmills and, um, you know, so I don't, I don't, I, it didn't affect me quite as much as, you know, if you want your, your fence done or something like that, it's, it's, uh, it's changed quite a bit there. Um, but you know, it's, it's changed a little bit, not, not too much. How have you seen the demand, um, you know, since you've had this business, because obviously, you know, these are, are pieces that do take a while that, you know, that's what makes them special. Um, how do you, how do you, how do you continue to be a firefighter? If you've got all this demand for this as well, I mean, it's gotta be tough. It's gotta be a juggling act. Yes, yes. You know, on top of that, you know, we have a, a little one, you know, and, and uh, so you got to balance, you know, firefighting, you know, woodworking, family, you know, all that. So, you know, I, I, I sometimes I don't know how, to, how I do it. Uh, you know, I, I wish I can, you know, hire someone and, you know, get some help. But, you know, I, I uh, yeah, it's just it, it does become tough. I just have to try and, you know, my best and juggle, you know, with uh, the time. So is your shop at home? 
What's that? Is your shop that you do all this work, is that at your home? Yeah, it's my garage. Yep. Very cool. Awesome. So I got a, um, a, a question on this. Where do you see the future of it? You know, you just said you'd like to hire somebody. I mean, this seems like something that will continue to grow. Uh, I think the trends of, of, of not only just furniture, but people having, you know, truly custom pieces is not something that's going to go away. And I think it could be an opportunity to scale the business. Uh, have you ever thought down the road what you want that to look like or, or what you envision it looking like? Yeah, um, I, I think about it a lot, actually, um, because the, the demand is there and, you know, I'm, I'm busy year round, um, you know, so I'm, I'm blessed to kind of always have a project to work with. And um, so, you know, I think about it a, a lot, you know, first and foremost, uh, you know, my shop is, you know, it, it's like a, a car and a half garage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so I'm, I've kind of you know, outgrown it. Uh, and so I've, I've been looking at, you know, maybe some, some bigger, a bigger space. Um, so that's, that's what I've been looking at there, you know, just to, just to be able to do more with what I got. Um, so, so yeah, I've been looking at that and then just, you know, as far as adding personnel or employees, um, or, or craft makers, um, yeah, it's, it's probably going to come to that. Um, I just, you know, haven't reached that point, but it, it, um, you know, it is something that has crossed my mind. Um, actually, my my girlfriend gets in there and she does these um, these uh, little propagation stations. Um, I don't know. I, I've posted it a couple times, but um, she's got her own page, too. And, and she does a lot of stuff with my cutoffs. So she's she does you know, she gets in there and she she gets down. Uh, That's awesome. She'll, she'll do some stuff. So, well, I, I mean, the, it's, it's the little ones coming. You know, you, you, yeah, got, you got exactly. a little protege right right around the yeah, corner. You never know. He's eight, so he better oh, get ready. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I bet he's all about it. Dad's a firefighter, and he's got his own shop. Man, I got to get I gotta get to get to work over here. Got yeah. Cool stuff going <laughs> on. That's really cool. So tell us, uh, do you think you'll always be a firefighter? Is it something that you'll continue to do, or you think you might you know, eventually do this full-time? Oh, man, I, I, that, that, that's my first love. So uh, I, I don't see myself going anywhere. Um, I got probably about – 15 more years, 16 more years to retire. So I, I can see myself, you know, going through that and, and, um, you know, fulfilling my, my 25 years of service and, you know, kind of, uh, taking that from there, but yeah, I don't see myself going anywhere. I love it. Tell, so tell us, I'm just curious on that side of it. I'll, I'll be a kid for a minute. Tell us what your role is specifically, you know, in the fire department. I know obviously when you come in as a, I don't know if they call them greenhorns, but you come in as a, as a, as a rookie and you get done with that. You probably, probably have some jobs that you've probably graduated out of now that you've been around for, for 10 years, but tell us what you do specifically for, uh, for your fire station. Well, um, a typical, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't know, you know, the ins and outs of, you know, the, the firehouse, you know, you get in there, it's, it's, it's like a house, you know, you got it for 24 hours, we go in, um, and we sweep them up, you know, clean the counters, you know, all that stuff. Uh, we clean the station, make it, you know, um, livable for 24 hours for us, you know, and then, um, we do, we do in our station, we cook all three meals. Um, so, you know, we do breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, we try to at least, you know, if, if the calls allow it. Um, and, you know, we're, we're in South Park. So, you know, we, we're kind of like a middle of the pack. You know, we're pretty, we're pretty busy. Um, and our calls are, are pretty uh, kind of different from the rest of the city. You know, we got some, some pretty big houses there. So, you know, when it's, when it's time to work, it's, you know, we've had fires with, you know, 5,000 square foot houses. So, um, you know, which, which is, uh, different than, you know, some, some of the other areas of town where, you know, maybe just a 1200 square foot house. So we, we kind of, um, 
you know, we got to stay hydrated, you know, so uh, we, uh, we're in there for 24 hours. We try and sleep, you know, when we can, we got to, we each, you know, have a bed that we kind of, you know, try and get to at some point in the day or night, excuse me. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's pretty much, you know, when the, when the bell rings, you get in the truck and go to whatever the call is, uh, is for. What is wow. it? What is it? Um, so you guys go 24 hours in a row, yep. right? On, yep. Which is crazy. Like everybody should like think about working just for 24 hours and never stopping. Now I know that you, you, some days obviously are different, but on a 24 hour period, how many times does the bell ring? Like on average, we average right around 10 wow. or so. Oh, yeah. So well, you're running out of 10 times. That's crazy. So your first responder on everything, right? Yeah. Like call comes in. You, if it's in your territory, you, I mean, you got to go, right? Even if Correct. it's like yeah. a fender bender or, or any of that. Correct. Right? <clears throat> yep. And, and, it, and, um, you know, I'm on a ladder truck, which, yep. you know, there's, there's, uh, not as many ladder trucks as there is, you know, engines in the city. So, you know, we actually, our, our area is a little bit, you know, larger than, than say an engine. So, you know, we go to more calls in the engine and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, there's, and I will say we're, we're pretty lucky to only get 10. There's actually stations, station 12, they get close to 20, you know, a shift. So, yeah. So they don't sleep at all. Like strapping on, strapping off. Like, that's crazy. You guys also with, with being in South Park, you have kind of a unique blend of residential, but you also have some high rises. So from a training standpoint, you guys kind of, it's kind of like being a city and a suburb station in the same time. And the only reason I know that is just, I've watched so many documentaries on nine 11 and how New York city, how they train firefighters is a lot different than when you would be in like a rural area, but you guys kind of have that mixed in, in that blend of, of, you don't know if you're going up 20 stairs or you're going in a house or an apartment or anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. We're actually located, you know, several miles from downtown, but we're actually the third, um, uh, third station that has the, uh, the most high rises. So, you know, obviously one and four in downtown, they have, they're the first two. And then we, we have the, uh, the third most. So yeah, it's a lot of high rises. You got, you know, strip malls, you, you know, plazas, big homes, um yeah we we pretty much have to have it all we got to stay you know pretty much uh inf- well informed with our area to you know to be able to kind of be the best fireman we could be every day i love that what's the if if you can answer this question what's the craziest thing you've seen or had to work through in your 10 years oh mm, uh, man question. um do you just become kind of numb to it and like routine like look we're we're here to help we're gonna do it and uh, you know, kind of what keeps you up at night, you know, I'm just um, really curious. So, so yeah, I mean, we, I've seen some, some, you know, tough situations, you know, we, we respond to people's worst days of their lives, you right. know? Um, so, you know, everything to, to me personally, the, the worst thing is having to do like CPR on a, on a on infant, you know, that always strikes me a little differently. Um, yeah. but you know, truthfully bringing back, you know, woodworking, that's, that's my element to, you know, kind of, um, it's my therapeutic session, basically. Like that's, that's where I kind of, you know, just go in and, you know, sure. um, forget about all that. And I'm able to kind of move on. And, you know, I, it's, you know, you see some tough things for sure, but, you know, just luckily it hasn't, you know, affected me too much because I know, you know, we, we go and, and we're trying to, you know, help that situation out. Um, so we're doing the best that we can. Um, and I'm always, you know, comfortable with that. So sure. And that's got to be gratifying for sure. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just offering that service to, 
the ones that are in most need at that time for sure yes sir do you have um have you inspired any other firefighters in your house to 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 create a side hustle do we have a uh a firehouse full of entrepreneurs now uh let's see man i tell you what it might have worked the other way around (laughs) (laughs) i like it that's good we uh yeah we you know at my house man we got we got a tremendous uh chef um he he is uh he's an artist in the kitchen there you go um you know and and we we got them all we got a you know we got some we got a salsa dancer um, <laughs> i love it you know, <laughs> we we got them all so i mean yeah it's it's uh it's you know kind of it kind of worked out worked the other way around where they influenced me to to you know get something going that's so cool. That is cool. You mentioned okay. that you were from uh, Orlando. I was born in Winter Park, Orlando. So really, uh, I lived yeah. in Winter Park. Actually, I lived in College Park, right outside. Of yeah, very Winter cool. Park. Very. My parents lived back there. Beautiful place. So it's funny how nice. we both kind of got our yeah. way up here into uh, Orlando. Well, back to the yeah. business. Before we we let you go, if people are interested in, uh, in in learning more about it, obviously go check out the Instagram. But what's the best way for them to get in touch with you uh, to learn about this process? I know there's some some people that are gonna listen to this and then they're gonna check out your Instagram and they're gonna be like, "Yep, I need <laughs> I need that." Hopefully, right now it's not my yeah. wife saying that. No offense, but I just, <laughs> <laughs> honey, give it a couple of years. All right, we'll get something. Cool, yeah. <laughs> well, she's probably she's probably gonna pull up something on Pinterest for you. I uh, know. Oh yeah, right. Then she'd be like, "Well, he he built it for his wife." Now now I'm really digging myself a hole. So, <laughs> anyways, moving on, moving on. So, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Um, either Instagram or, uh, my web website, um, you know, you could, you know, send me, uh, you know, some, some information of what you're looking for. Um, I'm working now on some charcuterie boards. So if that's something, you know, you you guys or anyone else is looking for, um, I got a batch coming and, um, yes, so either one and and my website, there's a, um, there's a form there that you can go through and, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, drop me some info on what you're, what you're looking for, for your space. And, you know, we can go from there and, and make something happen. I love it. That's awesome, man. Well, keep up the great work. Congratulations for thank you. finding your passion. And yeah. uh, thank you. Again, we certainly appreciate you sharing your story with us, and we hope to continue to help you connect some dots. And uh, appreciate it. Do yeah. our little piece to to keep helping Charlotte be successful. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I love yes, it. Absolutely. I'm so excited now that every time I drive by your firehouse, I've now had a conversation with a firefighter, and I'm going to totally brag to my kid. Be like, oh, you know, dad, dad interviewed a firefighter over there on the ladder truck. He will love it. Um, but no, I will take you up on that in the, in the near future. would love to bring him by to be able to see that. Sure, and, um, to. you know, everybody that, that is listening, please, you know, like share comment, um, go check this out. Like, it's so cool. I mean, think about this, a local firefighter who, who is not only passionate about helping our community on a daily basis, but has now turned that passion into uh, a completely different, you know, business opportunity. And what I like to call the ultimate side hustle, just because his wife gave him a project or his girlfriend, excuse me, gave him a project. And now he's like, you know, I could be pretty good at this. And so like, that's like a, a, an amazing story. Like if you're not happy in your life or you're trying to find something or you need that outlet or you need that time alone, or you have a job that's very stressful and you need a way to, 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 to kind of relieve that stress. You never know what a hobby could turn into. And that's the exact example that we just got to share uh, here with Fernie. And so thank you so much for joining us, man. It's been a pleasure to hear your story and thank you for everything that you do for our community. Likewise. I appreciate you guys. It's been a a fun, uh, what is it? 30 minutes. It feels like it it goes by fast. Thank you. Thank you, man. 
We appreciate you. Yep. Until next time. Thanks so much. You have been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.